This week's episode of One Shot is brought to you by Jackbox Games. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more information. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot, brought to you by More Games. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we'll be wrapping up our playthrough of Dialect, the language-generating story game which will be on Kickstarter in just a few days. But before we get to that, I have to tell you about our sponsor, More Games. More Games in the Imperium campaign setting are happy to announce that its campaign guide and four-volume Plight of Tautha module series is coming to the fifth edition of your favorite fantasy role-playing system. The lore-filled world of Aeliod was introduced to fans of the One-Shot podcast with the five-episode Feast Hall of Ash series. Now all the otherworldly fae, creepy cultists, and power-hungry factions from the entire Plight of Tautha series can come to your fifth edition table. That's over 500 pages of content. Players will gain access to new races, classes, gods, and more in the campaign guide, while the module series will bring a ton of new creatures and magic items, as well as the exciting optional mechanics like story-driven emergence powers for players, and up the anti-suggestions and advice for dungeon masters. Come check out the Plight of Tautha Kickstarter now. The Kickstarter will run until October 19th, so don't miss your chance to back this awesome project. You can find a link in the show notes. Before we get to our episode, let's take a moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. All right, heroes, we are back to read more names of Patreon backers. Well, first off, thank you. Thank you, all Patreon backers. This stuff means the world to us. It helps uh, keep not just us on the air, but a whole bevy of new shows and uh, shows in the works. That's there's a bunch of exciting stuff coming out of this Patreon now. Absolutely, absolutely. And really, oh, I cannot emphasize enough that this is a dream come true to really everybody who's involved with the network. So even contributing a small amount makes a massive difference. So with that, let's start with Mark Van Reenman. Nope. How about I just take it? Mark Van Reenman, thank you so much. Uh, Chuck Langle, thank you. Austin Allen, thank you. Kevin Bates, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, everybody should check out Mouse Guardians. Kevin Lovecraft, thank you. Grant Laven, thank you. George Vergara, thank you. Jesse Shepard, thank you. Nicholas Archipov, thank you. Michael Mercedes, thank you. Melissa Evans, thank you. Thanks again to all of our Patreon backers. We've been able to do some incredible things with your support, and I am so grateful for it. One of those incredible things has been our broadcasts from the Peach Pit Studio. This year, that helped us produce our preview of Illimat, the game designed by Keith Baker and the Decemberists. And we were able to show it off with our friends Chris Funk, lead guitarist of the Decemberists, Adel Rafai and Matt Young from Hello from the Magic Tavern, and Ali Barthwell. You can check that out and more in our YouTube archive. And be sure to catch our board game stream this Thursday on Twitch at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time as we play Betrayal at the House on the Hill. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. We are what we do when going from age one to age two, we have what we call a scene break. So I think the last one who had a conversation or had a turn was uh, was Senda. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, starting with me, 
I'll define a scene, which can be a little bigger than a conversation, and I can feature multiple people in it. After I do that, anyone who hasn't been in that scene will get a chance to define a scene as well. We end the scene break when everyone has been in one of these scenes. And the main thing that we're trying to answer in this scene is how we're reacting to this development, right? How are we reacting to this rumor that communication is restored? Great. Makes sense to everyone? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, awesome. So I'll be the first one to set the scene. And so let's see. Where does Abigail want a scene? I think you should be doing it with Geppetto. I know. I think think that this is something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, So how about you and me in your office? Perfect. Um, And uh, we'll see. Do you think you already know about it? Or would you like to be informed? I would love to be informed about it. All right. There we go. So, uh, Director, I have some disturbing news that I've been hearing down in the belly. Oh, they're not underproducing again, are they? No, no, they've been, it, it, it's been sweet down there. The honey oh. day, it really got them going. I oh. was really happy. Good, good, good. You know, those people really deserve a break every now and then, but we just can't afford it. Gosh, good to see them in good spirits. What, what, what's the bad news? So I, it's, it's, it might be nothing, but you know how surveillance on some of the towers has been giving out from time to time yes well we don't always know exactly what's going on in them anymore and i heard that there might be i don't even know how to say this someone may have been reaching out to the cell what Re- reaching out Look, to the cell? I, I don't Someone in the towers? It. Yeah, it was, it, it, probably from the towers. That's the only where, only place where transmissions can reach that far. You know, when we first landed here, there were rolling blackouts every two weeks. I know. Now that only happens in the belly. Yeah. That only happens in the belly every three weeks. Yeah. That's <laughs> enormous. Never happens in the head, only in the belly. What are people in the towers complaining about? And we're going to get there. We're going to get to power in the belly at some point too but it's i i look i don't know what to make of this either we i thought honey cannot, day would, would help but we cannot it, it, honey day honey day i feel like we're giving away too many resources you know you know too many resources i i can barely keep them full as it is it's they're full people start thinking Full people start questioning and looking for more. Hungry people work because they need to eat. There are too many problems here. Look, if if those people give out reports to the resources we have, you can bet your boots that some inmates from the cell are going to come right over here with their guns and their bombs, and they're not going to be any more honey days. Look, I'll, you know try, I'll no do what honey I can. Days. Look, because those hornets are going to take all the damn honey. Don't t- stop it. Look. They are salted over down there. They're just encrusted. I don't know what to do anymore. I'll, I'll go down, but wh- what am I supposed to do? Okay, another honey okay. day? Another? All right. No. We just have to look at this situation logically. Maybe we incentivize the people uh-huh. who might be in control of those communications. Yeah, yeah. Just make them comfortable. Make, make them comfortable. We we get engineering over that tower, you know. If they've got nothing to complain about, and you know what, move them to the head. Yeah, yeah. No, if that's why they're benefiting at, from everything. We move them to the head. They're part of they're part of this now. They're happy. Exactly. We 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 
got to start rolling up that bloom. You know, the stockpile is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, bees Absolutely. don't weather the winter if they just give away everything. Yeah. But maybe we just start rolling out the bloom in other subtle ways. And we, to do it, we'd only have to cut one honey day in one section every month. That's fine. I, 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 I think I can make that work. Great. I'll start the relocation. And if they order. get mad at someone, they'll get mad at the communications people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Abigail, you're a genius. No, yeah, well, kinda. Abby, <laughs> Abby, you get, you, you, you get to work on this right I'm away. I'm on it, Geppetto. Thank you so much. <sighs> awesome. Not what I needed on my honey day. Tell you that right now. All right. And scene. Thank you, Geppetto. <laughs> Great. And so now both of us have been in a scene. Yes. Uh, so now the next person to declare a scene will be Jonah. <laughs> and now Cassandra's being relocated. <laughs> so uh, let's say the scene is uh, you've been relocated to your new apartment. Mm-hmm. And they, they've called in the chief engineer to hook you up to make sure everything's working right. I mean, little old me, this seems a little excessive, but... But but we're making sure you're hooked up correctly. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay, I've got your power routed in here. You're set up. Uh, you know where all the the recorders are. You know, so, yeah. so don't just don't yeah. take, just don't take a shower over there. Okay. Watch, you know where you're walking out. It's okay. all for security reasons. Okay. Um, there it is. Seems a little invasive. Uh, right, right. Well, if there is ever emergency, uh, this button right. Here shuts it all off. All right. <laughs> now it, it only will stay off for thirty seconds, oh, and you can okay. only they'll they'll count this as a blackout right now. But, okay. but you can only do your work when 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 those are shut off. Yes. I've got extra power routed to the tower to boost the signal. Okay. So so when you're in there, yes, boost the signal. Yes. Try okay. to find what you can. I I I, I, I think um I think. You know, uh, current expectations in terms of um, sound travel time, um, I, I think that we might have actually gotten something back yesterday. Really? It was very difficult to make out. I, I couldn't actually understand it, but um, but I think it might have been it might have been something back. And and then they're still there. They're they're still there in the cell. Y- yeah, I think there's still people there. Okay, and 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 did did it look like they could come help us? I mean, I I don't I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't quite make it out. Okay. I, I, I'm going to keep working on it. All right. I, I, I'm going to do everything I can to try to get you the power up there that yeah. you need. I need um, I, more power should help with the reception yeah. so that I can pick it up from further away. And I think that'll help with the static. But we, we have to be very careful about because, of course, I, I can't steal power from, from the upper class. Right. They'll, they'll know. They'll complain. It'll be an issue. And I, mean, and I can you, only steal so much yeah, from the people you, you down in the belly. You can't hurt them more. No. They're they're suffering so much already. No, so so do you do you think do you think Geppetto still you know trusts that that you're coming around to that way of thinking? Um, I, I mean I don't I don't know I'm I'm doing my best. You 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 have to start just taking just oh, just start oh. being greedy. You have to okay. keep it up, even if I, it looks you know I, even if it looks like can, like can can I just can I send some down to my mother? Uh, only if you make it look like you eat it. I'll, oh, I'll give oh, your mother okay. some some of mine. Some okay. of mine. You just you you have to just enjoy it. Just just go to the parties. Just uh, always uh, go okay. go drinking at those big public bars they have up there. You know. Uh, uh, okay. Like the ones that that actually open up into the air and aren't like cramped down inside. You uh, know. I, I mean the benches on the insides. You, you you know I'm not very good at people, right? I well, I know, but but you're you're who's up there, and you're our connection. 
if there if there are people out there who can help us, you're the linchpin. You're the one who has who has to to shine that signal out there. Okay. You have to get in touch with them. I can. You know what? I think we're going to have a different bloom. I think we're bringing the bloom to everybody, not just the ones above ground. Yeah, yeah, I think we are. All right. Okay. Uh, sorry about that power <clears throat> outage. Uh, it, it, it happens you know, I, up here in the bloom sometimes I, I, too, but it I, should I, happen a lot less. I, I didn't think that that happened up here. I mean, um, not okay. usually, but we're still working out the systems, getting them connected. Sure. You know, and, uh, sure. I'll, I'll make sure. Don't worry. Yeah. Just please don't, don't you know, don't. Oh, it's, it's so, it's so much, it's so much better. It's, it's so much better. I'll make sure you're taken care of. I'll make sure everything's here. Thank you. Yeah. Gotta go make sure Geppetto's, he wants a third shower installed, so. Okay. (laughs) All right. Great, great. Gotta have a shower for my horse. (laughs) Horse shower. (laughs) Completely different hygiene. It's an endangered species. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one that goes ribbit? (laughs) (laughs) Very nice, very nice. Okay, uh, so we finished our first phase of the game, or mm-hmm. what are the yep. sections called? Uh, ages. Uh, ages. So we just finished age one, and uh, we defined kind of the major, the minor events that brings us into age two, which are the rumors of these communications that are spreading by I wonder who. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Rabble rousers, that's who. I know. Honey Day can't come soon enough for them. And now at this point, we'll move all the aspects into the second age and keep the word items on the age that they came from. All right, awesome. So now we're ready to get started with age two. We know what the backdrop of the world is at this point. Uh, and I think the last um, one, you both were in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll start on this one. We'll go once around the table again for age two. Uh, so let me review my cards. And what I'm kind of curious about, I have a card that's oath. The name of an oath or promise that some people make in the isolation. Um, and I'm interested in tying that to we work for the benefit of some, right? Um, because I think that there need to be some like, mantras that are repeated to kind of solidify this, repeat this, we have control of language, this is the way we like ingrain this belief in your minds, right? And I think this oath would be part of that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, awesome. Would you mind moving this over to that aspect? Oh, Great. So what do we think this oath could be? This thing that people say or that has permeated their language just kind of like is I mean, so and this this goes a little bit further off of the now we've got the honey and the bee analogy going on. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that this is like the nest? Like Mm. this is, Mm -hmm. you know, the industrious nest. And so the promise is that if we work hard enough and we're industrious enough, Mm -hmm. then we're going to get honey. Mm. Well, what about the hive or something like that? I was Mm -hmm. I was thinking nest. I was thinking hornet's nest because yeah. James said oh, yeah. hornet's nest earlier. Hornet. So totally. apparently no, words are, words are falling out of my ears today is what's <laughs> happening. I'm just losing them awesome. at an alarming rate. Hi, okay, is what I was actually we're thinking. We're making new ones to replace those lost words, <laughs> so it's fine. But yeah, I kind of like that. I like this this oath being something like we're pledging our devotion to... Right, like, to the hive. To the hive, to production, to mm-hmm. like actually making this come This is the It's the promise of the hive. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really the thing that is like it, it's tied to we work for the benefit of some because this is the oath that was like that's driven by them right that's the thing that the lower levels the people in the belly have to repeat that kind of eventually seeps into conscious thought right mm-hmm. something that kind of talks about like you know because I think of that very bee metaphor and bees are always moving and active and something to keep them like that you know but these are people you know you still have to relate that back to a, a people sort of you know biology so if it's something like 
like by the sweat of my skin, I will bring the bloom from the hive. You know, by the sweat of my skin, I I make the hive strong. By the sweat of my skin, I build f- for a better future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it being tied to like personal labor and accomplishment too, because we do have this notion of like personal freedom. So it's like by my choice, by my right. labor, by yeah, by by my choice of labor, I make the hive strong. Even just like everyone individually kind of being like, I make the hive strong, right? There's no notion of we necessarily because we right. all have this personal notion. It's very I oriented, maybe in what it mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? I, I make the hive strong. I make the hive strong. I make yeah. the hive strong. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's. Or that, that might be the short form and there's probably like the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one that. <laughs> the extended only... oath that you repeat when you're in one of the cells, mm-hmm. you know, having a. a, a um, what you call them? Like a media, or every moment. day when you start elementary school classes. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you stand up at your desk <laughs> and you repeat the promise of the hive. I pledge my labor to the hive. <laughs> I make the hive strong. I am the machine that moves the hive. Oh, it, it, I will it bring sounds... the bloom. <laughs> the hive is the machine that coaxes the bloom, or something. Oh like that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, that's also really good. Um, so I'll I'll just say I make the hive strong, but uh, I think we're going to come. across Across some variants and other words in this yes. as well. Yeah, I love how there's like two meanings to all of this, you know, because this is about personal freedom, but you look at it from that communal aspect, and it's like, yeah, but we're kind of tricking you into being a community yeah. by going mm-hmm. for personal. Freedom. <laughs> yeah, I uh, very interested in this oath. Okay, awesome. So let's see. I think I think Abigail, as part of her responsibilities, is kind of the the boots on the ground for uh, for a lot of the upper levels as well, right? Mm-hmm. She's the one who can most freely go into the belly, most freely walk around. That's not unusual to see her down there. So I think she might come by Jonah's office because I think that there have been a lot of blackouts cited recently, <laughs> especially some in the upper, uh, in the in the head of the whale. Chief engineer Jonah. Okay. Hold on one second. I'm trying to fix this transponder. I make the hive strong, I work the days. I make the hive strong, though I don't get a rake. <laughs> All right. That's not how it goes, Jonah. What? You know it. But, oh, uh, it's, it's just a little blowing off steam. Jonah, it's not appropriate. I, I hear the way all of you talk down here, yelling on about salts and bringing that vile taste into, into the whale. It's... We have honey days. We're waiting for the bloom. Why can't you just focus on the sweetness of the future? Why do you have to go back to that salty earth, the cell, the seas? Hey, I understand. I understand that you're, you're, you're out there trying to make everybody, you know, feel good about things, trying, trying to make everybody keep strong, but, but we're, we're all working to make the hive strong and the people who are working to make the hive strong, they, I just need to vent it out sometimes, otherwise it explodes, you know. I mean, we sing these songs wrong because we're, we're we don't want to stop. We don't Jonah, want to. Did you say we make the hive strong? We all individually make the hive strong. Individually, I make the hive strong. You make the hive strong. Yes. I make the hive strong. I've made this transponder work, and it's about to go up and fix those issues they're having up on the upper floor. There's been a lot of issues lately. There have been. I think you need to take more 
individual ownership on your role in the hive and rely less on others and the community. I understand what you're saying. I hear you and I acknowledge that. And I will work harder to make the hive strong. Make the hive strong, Jonah. I will work harder to make the hive strong. I make the hive strong. I make the hive strong. Salt and PR person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. May the hive be with you and also <laughs> with you. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Um, so next it will be Geppetto's turn. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at a couple of these. And I kind of feel like uh, there's a lot of enforced brightness in what we have here. We we, we do have salt, but I kind of want to investigate death. And I would like to tie that to freedom because I'd, I'd like that to be, you know, the, the antithesis of the bloom, the antithesis of what we're going after is is death and the cell and that sort of thing. So um, let's explore that. So it's like it's the it's when you're – is it when you're no longer free? Is that kind of what you're thinking of with that? Yeah, I, I think being confined and being ruled over—that's just as bad as death. My, if you're going back to Earth, you might as well be dead. Mm. Going home. Um, maggot eaten. Gross. Trapped. You're trapped. You're in the cell. You're trapped. You have nowhere That's, to go. Yeah. You have nowhere to expand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trapped underground. Yeah. Buried. Oh, buried. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, I was thinking something just like returning or like anything that refers back to earth. I'm, but maybe like the, the prison analogy and trapped also definitely works in that situation. And also the, the, on Mars, there are dust storms and it's like from dust to dust, that sort of, I feel like, because mm-hmm. it's also, you, you, I, you mentioned returning to earth, like being buried, literally getting returned to earth in that way. So going back to dirt. Yeah. Like being, like being sunk. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sunk in the sea. Yeah. Oh, oh the sea of salt. Because <laughs> uh, that's back to earth too. Sunk. I feel like sunk, sunk. is it. Yeah. <laughs> sunk got it. Sunk in the sea. <laughs> that gives a whole new connotation to have got that sinking feeling. Yep. Ooh. Oof. And salt becomes even more of an expletive. Yeah. Although that's kind of ironic because, because that's more how salt it, would yeah. make you buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> Game logic. <laughs> but I mean, how Don't long has tell it been me since physics. any people here have actually seen a sea? Oh, yeah. We have yeah. no idea that, how that yeah. works, yeah. probably. How many, yeah. Has it been a generation, too? No, uh, actually, it hasn't quite been a generation. I think in the backdrop, it was defined as five years that we've been here so far. So, yeah. There, like, there are some kids who are old enough now who have never seen the sea, but most of them are – most of the people probably know about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although probably a lot of our intuitive associations with it may have been may have deteriorated, not yeah. being there for a while. But yeah, Japan. Yeah. All right. So sunk. How do we explore sunk together? Maybe there's a funeral. Ooh. Geppetto has to preside over it. It's rare, but it's just happened. I like someone, that. Someone in the head. Yeah. Someone important in the head. So I, I think we're we're doing a state funeral. I, I feel like this again. This is uh, Abby Abby mm-hmm. situation. I can introduce you. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. It'll be 
a grave, grave blow to all of us and set us back from the bloom. But today we lay this body to rest. They are sunk, but we will bloom. Uh, we have a few words from our director of operations. Good evening. I thank everyone for coming out on this sad occasion as we say goodbye to a friend, to an ally, to a fellow worker. This woman helped keep the whale stay afloat. There are so many shifts in the, in the dust that threatened to sink us, even to the point where the head cannot crest the waves of sand. But we will not sink. We are not sunk. Thanks to her sacrifice and her knowledge being passed on to new workers, they will make the hive strong, and I will make the hive strong by living in her memory. I will make the hive strong. I will make the hive strong. Death is a complicated thing to deal with. The idea of the earth swallowing you up, being overwhelmed, trapped, it can be frightening. It can be frightening when we experience death here in the living world. I know that's, that's difficult to deal with, but thankfully we don't have to deal with it the way we used to. We are here on Mars because we are chasing the bloom. The bloom is the ultimate expression of life. It's life at its apex. We all know, because of our honey days, what life can be like. We all know what sacrifices have to be made for us to attain that. And I'm willing to say that Margaret died because she put in those extra hours, because she went that extra mile. In this case, literally that extra mile onto the surface to shore up our secure point so that we don't sink any farther. So I think the most important thing to remember from all of this, although sinking is a part of life, we have ways of dealing with that so that not everyone falls victim to those thoughts. And keeping thoughts in your head that make your community strong by staying strong yourself is the only way to stave off the sink, to reward everyone for their hard work and in memory of Margaret and her sacrifice. We're taking a half day today. What? What's that? I make the hive strong. I make the hive strong. I make the hive strong. So after everybody has finger sandwiches, we're going to return to work at 3.30 to finish out the day, but take the afternoon to reflect on Margaret, who she was as a person, and who we can be because of her. Thank you. Well said. We had a mayo for the finger sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> My horse needs mayo. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> keeps his fetlock needs- shiny. <laughs> <laughs> My horse needs a mayo shower. <laughs> shower of mayo, please. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, Jonah. All right. So I don't think we've explored this. We live life to excess enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And based on money, work, honorific, and a piece of technology, I feel like there's got to be something keeping us going here because we're obviously not farming. We're obviously – we've got the stockpile we've talked about. Obviously got enough to make mayo showers. <laughs> so I for think some a, people. For some people. <laughs> I think a piece of technology before we live life to excess. I think there's something, some technology that we've come up with that allows us to do this, to make this possible. And, and so we need a word for it, you know, so I, I, I'm thinking of it like a word for the process, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I'm thinking that's like regenerative tying into that whole plant idea, you know, the, you know, um, like composting, like you take the old stuff, like maybe we're just taking the dirt of Mars and turning it into what we need. Mm-hmm. And sure, it's probably like a nanotechnology, but that's not what we call it. It's the process. It's the, you know, the revitalization, the, the regeneration, the, you know, mm. Yeah, the rejuvenation. The... I, I really am having trouble remembering words today. I don't, it's the third day of Gen Con. Um, <laughs> what is the horn shaped basket called from Thanksgiving? Cornucopia. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it would be tied to something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or the horn of plenty. I mean. horn well, of like plenty. the cornucopia is, it's like a funnel, you know, so maybe yeah. that's it. Like you put a lot at one end of, of like junk, low level stuff and you come out with a couple of good things. Hmm. Cornucopization. Yeah, the <laughs> <Cornucopization>. <laughs> Let's see, or like um, it ties see. back to the pilgrims a little bit too. It does. Cornucopization. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Well, it's, it's a little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> the cornucope. The cornucope. Yeah, or it's called copization. The machine is called the cornucope. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's oh yeah, let's let's copizate. Well now now that she's sunk, well, it's time We're to put her through copization. Put her in the yeah. copizator and <laughs> turn her into mayo. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have mayo. Horse. Yep, your mayo's gotta, gotta come babe. from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that, All right, everybody yeah, like that. that idea, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's called copization and the cornucope. The cornucope. Cop-ization. And this is the uh, the piece of technology that we have that is able to convert all the. The junk and what we are able to get out of Mars into like usable stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Copization. So I, I kind of want to follow up with the scene for this as the right after the funeral, you know, <laughs> because, <'cause> man, <laughs> because she's going to get copazated. She's going to get copazated. Copazated. Yeah, copazated. 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 Mm-hmm. So. I want to do this with Abigail. All right. I'm curious as to, well, if this was a senior official, I guess maybe Abigail would like need to make sure that everything was handled correctly. Right. um, Well, and, and people, people kind of have to probably buy into this idea. So this is probably something that's like broadcast as well, Mm -hmm. you know, so maybe this is like a little sort of prayer ceremony over, you know, the, the copization of uh, of Margaret. You know? <laughs> well, she's being like shoved into the copazator in the back of the frame. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so the way the way I see this, and God, I don't want to play it funny, but it, that would be funny. No, right. no, let's yeah. yeah, let's not go All that right. way. So, so like, like maybe it's the right before the public, you know, videotape, you know, taping of this. Like, mm-hmm. all right. So I've I've got I've got it already. God, this is this. This is the least favorite thing. I hate to copazate a, 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 a body, somebody who's become sunk. Like, can't, can't we, I mean, 
can't we find some other way? Like, can't we bury them somewhere? I mean, it's, we don't have a lot here, right? I make the hive strong and the way I do that is I make sure that everything is used. I know though, this is just, it's hard. I mean, I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't get me that, you know, this gets turned into other food and other organic materials and stuff like that. That's just part of space travel and colonization. But, but man, the fact that, that when you, when you put her in and into the, the cornucope and, and everything gets broken down into molecules and, and, you know, put back out like, ah, uh, just, just watching it. I knew Margaret. And now, I have to go out there and, and say that this is all okay. I, I know it's just to keep us, <sighs> well, to keep us all towards the bloom, but that just makes me feel a little sunken inside. What was Margaret's favorite color? It was yellow. It was yellow. Alright. Yep. Like the bees. I'm gonna switch this for the video. I'm gonna, gonna change the frequency on this so that, so that this is, looks yellow this time. Thank you, Jonah. Uh, this is really hard. All right. Let's begin the recording. Yep. Okay. Uh, beginning address 987 uh, to section C, Tower X. Margaret, with this process, we remember how I make the hive strong and you make the hive strong. And strong. you will make the hive strong even as you sink away from the bloom, but you bring it closer to us. Goodbye, Margaret. Goodbye. See. Okay. Nice work. Okay. It's really funny because I have only really bright cheery words. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I'm sitting here staring at them like, whoa, okay, I'm going to follow that up. You it's can good make to have a tonal those. shift. Yeah, yeah. 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 Here we go. Any, like, you'd be surprised what can take a dark I'm connotation. I'm sure that any of them really could. I think what I'm going to do is throw good luck out here. And I think that I'm going to connect it to uh, we work for the benefit of some. And how are those connected? I so I think that that it has to do with um, the idea of luck being um, almost a little bit of a windfall, mm-hmm. right? That it's like in theory, the idea is that um, you know everybody everybody is making the hive strong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely some people in better circumstances making the hive strong, and so um, I think good luck might have to do with something like. Um, being in the head or the stem or the, the sprout of, of where things are coming from. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. I, I, the thing that I'm kind of latching onto from what you said mm-hmm. is, um, yeah, there's a very natural, maybe like analogy into sprouting or something, something mm-hmm. that sounds very natural, but it's also this reference to the head and how people really do believe that those are the lucky few. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of like, it it feels like we're tying the, like we've got the bloom and if we've got sprouting as this sort of lucky notion, it's Mm -hmm. also the thing where it's like a gambler's circumstance. Like I'm, I'm going to sprout eventually. I'm owed it. Right. Like it's got to happen. I'm right at the, right at the peak. Yeah. And walking around like, and now, uh, people would be talking about Cassandra. Oh, she sprouted. She's up. She's up in the head right. now. Right, yeah. sprouted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome, you got it. And the uh, the idea of I make the hive strong. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of something like good climb to you. 
<laughs> yeah. Because you're sprouting, you're, you're going, sprouting. you're eventually yep. going to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Climb well, climb strong. Sprout. That's great. Perfect. Grow, grow strong. Grow strong. Grow yeah. strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because grow is like grow up. So sprout. Fantastic. I think, Abigail, I feel like you bridge the gap a lot. <laughs> so I think this scene is going to be between you and me sure. because I have recently mm-hmm. sprouted. Yes, you did. <laughs> so it might be, it might be a conversation that maybe happens, um, in the weather tower, maybe to see how things are going since, mm-hmm. since I had my little, the first unfurling of my leaves. Awesome. Yeah. What, is there any, like a, a little blossoming or well, like, germination? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm going like, there's lots of botany. sprouts. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm up. I'm just like, am I checking up on you ever since I like the relocation? So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm part of the communications group that all got relocated mm-hmm. because somebody in the towers mm-hmm. is right. somebody is trying to communicate with earth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, totally. <laughs> so probably keeping a pretty close eye on us. Yeah. Absolutely. I suspect. Abigail's probably spending a lot of time. A lot of time <laughs> in the towers right now. Yeah. Yep, I think so. <laughs> that sounds great. Used to be Margaret's job. Uh, um, no, no, this, this tower's always been, this one's been mine. This one, oh, I meant checking up on the tower. Oh, oh uh, yes. I, I, I heard about, uh, I heard about what happened to Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, um, I, I'm so sorry that she sunk. Yeah, well, she's, I mean, the, the composition went fine. Um, I, I know it's what she would have wanted, but it's, yeah, it's hard to see her go. Yeah. But, uh, how's everything in the tower? So I've been noticing more and more blackouts, uh, up here, which has been cause of great concern for us. Um, we thought they would stop once you were better rested, once you had, sprouted and come to the head um i i mean i'm 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 very grateful to sprout i'm i i i'm very grateful to continue to make the hive strong and um i I, i'm not really sure what's going i mean um the the blackouts that would probably be something to talk talk to jonah about because i i I just i mean um i i just work i just work the the systems for the weather i i I, sometimes the power goes out and then i i'm I'm not able to to see the storms until it comes back yeah i i I need to talk to jonah but look i know we 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 talk about sprouting sometimes like it's a windfall like coming to the head is such a great thing but really it's 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 a choice anyone has, right? Anyone can apply to come to the head. We're all free to do that. Uh, I, I just called it sprouting because that's just what people tend to say. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I know the, I know the word. Yeah. I, I, that's, I, I mean, that's, that's what, that's what they say, um, in the belly. So I just have to be careful about what I say sometimes. I'm sure, I'm sure you understand, Cassandra. Um, sure. But anyways, um, well, so you're saying that I need to check up with Jonah, that uh, these I, blackouts are probably his fault? Well, I, I mean, I don't think that they're his fault. I'm, I'm just saying I, I, I don't, I'm not really sure how, how to check from here because it's just, I mean, it's, it's not my specialty. I mean, I, I just, I just watch for the storms. I see what you're saying. 
I've I've had my eye on Jonah for a bit now. I he's been really you know, he told me that we make the hive strong the other day. Um Um he did? What does that mean? Um, I, I really, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I, I make the hive strong. And I make the hive strong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Of course. You make the, the hive strong and, and, and I make the hive strong and, and, and he makes the hive strong. Ah, I've just got that feeling. Um, it, but, but Jonah can fix anything. So, um, he, he does make the hive strong. He can fix anything except for these power outages. Well, well I mean, even someone who makes the hive as strong as Jonah, I'm sure, um, you know, uh, it, it might take him a little while. Thank you, Cassandra. Um, that was very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Scene ends. Abigail walks out and Cassandra has this look of horror on her face. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. Awesome. Totally just threw you under the bus there. That's fine. <laughs> I got traitor as a card. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Good, good, good. Okay, so um Word for traitor is Cassandra. I try not to. New card, and now we go into age three. So between H2 and H3, the major event is going to happen. So we've already heard a good amount about what's happening towards us, but this is going to be actually when you know, assimilation kind of begins, right? So this is like a flash, fast forward in time now um, to after something happens. And there are three prompts for this as well for us to de- decide what exactly is going on. Uh, those prompts for the assimilation pathway are, one, outsiders are brought in as friends. Some of us are forgetting who we once were. Two, contact is made. They are strong and we are weak. They exert dominance over us with force. And three, the outsiders have a lot to offer. We must change who we are to accommodate. How are we feeling? And I'm, I'm on the side of the rebellion, so I want the outsiders to have a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? I mean, that's... I'm just trying to think of realistically what it would be. I feel like two is it probably a lot would be dominance, stronger. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more likely possible. Yes. Yeah, it's um I wonder so we've still kind of been undecided, I think, about whether or not we want the outsiders to physically arrive mm-hmm. or if we want this to be like a cultural push from within that permeates some of the community. Um that one I think is going to be a little hard to make happen, right? Unless anyone has a really great idea for for how to push that one forward. I'm not sure I'd have one for that one, but what just occurred to me, like, if if, if we feel like Earth is too far away for them to show up in our storyline right now, mm-hmm. there's also the possibility that, you know, we've been sending out messages as a rebellion. They may not have been making it to Earth. Mm-hmm. They could have been intercepted by someone or something else. So if I'm not translating the messages that are coming back correctly, maybe because we don't understand that language. Yeah. Or like that's coming back from question mark. So somebody could really just show up at this point. Huh. Like, like some alien yes. force. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Wow. That would be like um, a plant-based alien life. Ooh. <laughs> a thematically appropriate alien, alien life. life. Yes. Interesting. The Ents appear on the scene in spaceships. So I, I have not played with this before, but I'm, I'm, I'd love to try it. Um, the only restriction that I would talk about a little bit is it's very important that we be able to communicate with these um, beings. 
Sure. Well, if they've been getting our messages. Right. Um, mm-hmm. they, they have probably been analyzing our language. Right. Yeah. I think that's good. And if they're translating, I mean, and that may even be why they're coming to us because we're talking about the bloom and the sprout and mm-hmm. the honey days and they have similar things in their language for that because they, they, they work that way. They operate that way. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. Want to go with that? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. All, All right. right. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, so, and which one of the three options are we going to pick? Um, so, broaden as friends, exert dominance, or we change ourselves to accommodate? Uh, I feel like it's one of the first two. Mm-hmm. We would either bring them in as friends because they fit, um, they fit the way that we talk about ourselves as a culture so much. That's really We might just bring yeah. them in. I was, or I was thinking of either the last two. It's like oh, the threat of dominance yeah. or, you know, we will have to change the way we operate to work with them because, right. you know, it's alien life. It's something completely different from us. Well, and if, if it's plants, you know, plants, uh, you know, tree roots grow together and they can, you know, kind of communicate or they get, you know, they get the actual information through those. If it's a very individualistic society and then we're like, oh, the bloom is occurring. We, we have no greater analogy for the bloom than these people who are plants. <laughs> oh God, we have to completely change our, our way of thinking. But I do like the first one where, where we just welcome them in. We're just like, it's the bloom. I don't know how Geppetto would feel about that because all of a sudden Geppetto, yeah. wouldn't, Geppetto wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, but, I, was you know, like, I don't, not I don't know if he would let that happen. <laughs> yeah, well, he can fight us, but yeah. it. But I mean, if you're a cult leader, you got to get out in front of things, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pretty hard. When, uh, and the other way that they have dominance, I mean, they maybe they just move on Mars. They're like, we, we don't need air like you need air. Mm-hmm. We need far less of it. Like, oh, well, they can just run rough, rough shot over us. You know, they come in and mm-hmm. say, nope, this is ours now. Yeah. All right. So what, what appeals to people the most? I mean, I feel like they're all good options, which is probably how you want these role playing games to go when you're yes, designing they're all them. Really... Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking I kind of like, um, brought in as friends mm-hmm. myself. Like I like the idea that these beings are brought in because they show up there. We're afraid of them probably. Like we, mm-hmm. we can't actually go out on the surface, right? We were in a glass dome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some like advanced beings come here what other choice do we have and then after they actually come and so the second part of that prompt is some of us are forgetting who we once were Mm -hmm. um so i think that after they're brought in that's probably going to change the way that we live yeah right yeah does that make sense that makes sense to me Mm -hmm. all right let's go with that one then that's fantastic Uh, cool so um who's the last one to take a turn was that you, Cassandra? Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so we have another scene break between age two and age three. Okay. Oh, except one more thing happens between age two and age three, which I almost forgot to do. Um, one of our aspects is going to change as a result of this major event. Oh, interesting. Mm. Right. So the outsiders are brought in. Um, it sounds like the way that they're able to communicate with us without a problem and the way that they live is beginning to change the way that we think about ourselves in some ways. Um, the options that we have for what we can change is we live life to excess, we are united by ideology uh, for personal freedom, or we work for the benefit of some. 
um, I think any of these work, honestly. Right. I mean, I feel like, so here's what's funny. Um, I feel like if we took, we work for the benefit of some out of the equation, we might actually have some sort of happy ending. So my instinct is to take out, we are united in ideology mm-hmm. because then we're going to have a, I mean, we kind of already have a rift, but then suddenly we have a major rift, and I think that's way more interesting. It does play into that <laughs> sort of the seeds that we've been sowing. Yeah. So. yeah. Cool. Let's take that one out then. Uh, and what is we are united by ideology going to go into? Oh, you can leave it. Uh, we just won't move it into the third age. Okay. Oh, um, so. Yeah, the other ones will move in. Put it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what uh, what should we turn we are united by ideology into in that case? Hmm. Mm. You know, (laughs) because I love to sabotage my own plot lines, (laughs) I like the idea of something along the lines of, like, we all work for the head. We all work, you know, I feel like Geppetto somehow manages to get this under his control. Interesting. Well, the the... We sort of already, like, if we're retaining we work for the benefit of some, that Mm. already kind of exists. Um... So not necessary not to say necessarily that like it will go one way or the other but I think having that exist and another exist right. might be mm-hmm. well, we can stress another piece of it too mm-hmm. if that sounds interesting so yeah we work for the benefits of some yeah which is really interesting because I was thinking that like plant based life forms coming would bring us towards a more communal right. style. And it's great to take that in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So in that case, it might actually be that instead of changing, we are united by ideology. Um, and we can still play with that. Like just because we don't change it explicitly on the field doesn't mean that it can't significantly change in our interpretation. Mm-hmm. But maybe like we work for the benefit of some, you know, crossed out, crossed out, just becomes like the head runs our lives like it's well that's where we, we, we cross so we'll just take that one back we'll cross out some yeah. and we'll just write me yeah. right we'll just do that <laughs> yeah the overlord okay <laughs> you know because it's personal freedom i kind of like the antithesis to personal freedom maybe it's it's something of like we all know each other's lives like hmm. may, maybe the plants give us a new way of communicating with each other you know, direct more directly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Tell, so a little bit of like just um, not empathy as we experience it, but telepathic empathy, right? Something like, like that. Because we we explored the idea of cybernetic communications mm-hmm. before. You know, that's why why Geppetto was head of director of op- operations. But maybe it's like, oh no, like this is what we do. We all, you know, like they seed the air with something that allows us all to feel mm-hmm. what you know what everybody is feeling. Oh, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. that. That creates a dramatic change as to who these people are and obviously would change their society and how they communicate. Right. So. And at the same time, so at the same time, everybody knows what Geppetto's feeling and he probably also then knows who all of the rebels are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, of course, there's so many people who know what a scumbag Geppetto is. Though. Yeah, and it's like, might not be an issue. It's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. So like maybe just like, it's almost like we are all one or we we are live in empathy we understand each other we feel each other how about something like there are new ways to talk to each other there are there are new ways to know each other Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. there are new ways to know Mm -hmm. each other awesome there are new ways to know each other you have such nice handwriting oh my gosh (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm like chicken scrawl over <laughs> here. Like, wait, what did I write? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's what I Sultan wrote. <laughs> <laughs> you're an engineer. You're not supposed to have good handwriting. All right, all right. Ah, uh, good. That's good enough. Uh, so the one more thing we do when we change aspects is that we change the meaning of one of our words, or at least shift it a little bit. Hmm. The rule is this is either a word that was previously on the aspect that is changed, and we can move it to a different aspect and change its meaning, or we can bring a word onto this new aspect. So are there any words that are currently in the language that we feel would change with this shift? So certainly, I mean, I could see the bloom changing. Yeah, yeah I think I feel like that one. significantly. Um, and that could even refer to what has happened, maybe. Yeah, yeah lots of more good choices, but that's the first one that pops into yeah, my that, head. Yeah, that one seems pretty, um, like a very strong, clear choice to me, yeah. actually. I feel like I make the hive strong could be the other one, because we already addressed right. the we make the hive strong, but mm-hmm. I feel like it still comes into, like, like instead of saying, I make the, make the hive strong, you know, I make the hive strong, um, yeah. we say it at the same time. You know, so now the oath just becomes, I, I make the, the hive strong. strong. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, love it. So I love keeping that the way it is. So it sounds like the bloom is changing. Yep. And the bloom, we no longer have this vision. Bloom is changing is the thing that we landed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are we going to do with it? So it sounded like where we were going was these plant-based beings have been intercepting the transmissions, right? Mm-hmm. They're much yeah. closer than Earth, and they're the ones who ended up coming. And they are the ones who will be assimilating us. Um, the bloom, which used to be what we called the forthcoming time in which we would all be free, uh, has now changed and is referring to their the, arrival. Yeah, the coming of the creatures, mm-hmm. the plant creatures. Exactly. And so, like, we have achieved the bloom mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Love ways. Uh, great. So now we have another little scene break where we actually explore how we react to what's just happened and figure this out a little bit. Um, so who was the last one to take a turn? Uh, I was. You were great. Uh, so I'll be the first one to take a scene break. And let's see. So these plant-like beings, I'm seeing them coming, and I don't really see them as, like, individual entities. Mm-hmm. This is such as much as, like, a grand thing that's like permeating in through the whale now yeah right um i think we're able to communicate with it uh telepathically mm-hmm. um but it's definitely still something that's not like there aren't individual like pieces of it and as time has gone on it sounds like it's eroded a lot of our social structure right it's probably allowed us to have be more efficient now that we all really understand each other and able to coordinate. But the hierarchy between the head and the body has deteriorated, right? There's no longer that same level of hierarchy. So Abigail, it sounds like at this point, is probably a worker or a laborer, right? She Mm -hmm. has an actual job to do. Um, So I'd like to explore a scene between her. uh, She's just getting up to learning how to do these things and Jonah, because I think Jonah, you would probably be one of the people who actually knows how to do things around the whale, <laughs> right around the belly right, and right. needs to teach all these people. Uh, um, can show you how, how this all works. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so yeah, that's our saying. I, 
All right, welcome everybody to uh, <clears throat> Maintenance 101. We're going to be working on everything at uh, Greetings. I make the hives strong. I make the hives strong. All right, we're working on that. We're working on that. That's fine. All right, so today we're going to be working on uh, on the uh, ventilation systems. We've got the pollen going everywhere throughout, and that enables this great new way of, of being with each other. And, oh. and where the pollen is strong, the bloom is strong. The bloom is strong. The bloom is strong with all of us. Yes, yes. Glad to see you down here, Abigail. Glad to see you in here. The workers' uh, coveralls fit you very nicely. Thanks. I, 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 I knew I'd be in them someday. I, I, it was always calling to me. Just feels right. Feels good and comfortable. It yeah. does. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm able to be down here in this capacity uh, yeah. this time. It's it's good. I I especially like how how we all go up above now. The the elevators. We were gonna have to do some maintenance on those because those are running perpetually up and down, bringing people up up to the dome so we can all all take a look and see what's out there. But but it's great to just just feel that that sun on your skin. Absolutely, and it's great to be up there with other people and just feel your enjoyment of it too. As we all go up there together, we all get to feel that beautiful feeling. Of being out and sprouting together. Yeah. It's like, it's like every day is a honey day. Every day is a honey day. Every day is a honey day. All right. So let's take a look at this. All right. So let's all, let's all begin. (laughs) I I make make the the high strong. strong. All right. This is how you work on a 402 compressor. Thanks. (sighs) Okay. See. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, and All right. so uh, I start the last one. You've been a scene. So Geppetto, it's your turn to set up a scene. I'm very curious as to what's happening to Geppetto. All right, so um, oh, and this is the scene break, right? So we're not defining a new card yet. Okay, that mm-hmm. cool. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> this is a mystery to me. So I I actually feel like this would have to be some sort of meeting between Geppetto and this plant entity. <laughs> Um, because like, I, I feel like that's, that's pre- precipitates it. And, you know, he is doing the typical cult leader behavior of, okay, the, the situation's changed, but as long as I'm in control of communication, then I can still keep opera- operating as normal. Um, so it's just, uh, like this thing lands on the planet and like everybody's terrified and he's like, well, I'm either going to die or I'm going to come out on top. So I, I think it is maybe maybe because it's so it would be so hard to do a conversation between like a hive minded like single plant entity and a person. There's like a drive out. There's a drive out there. I guess I guess it would be Abby and Geppetto driving out together to 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 meet this thing. Mm-hmm. So this is like the the central like cortex of this being yeah yeah like the closer you get the more effective it is and all that stuff and i guess this is perhaps not the first time that this has happened because like we already have uh the effects of it so it's just uh geppetto (laughs) geppetto uh heading out with uh with abby um on on this uh voyage over that they typically have to make awesome can I can I throw something in there? Yes, Abby's gone full worker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cassandra was the one communicating oh, with it. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's got to be Cassandra and Geppetto. All right. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, you're throw like my the, spanner the, you're in like the mix. The liaison now, yeah. right? <laughs> yep, that that has definitely changed. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the power dynamic has shifted. <laughs> Interesting. Lovely day for a drive. Um. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Lovely. Yes. 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 You seem uncomfortable. You make me very uncomfortable. Yes. You make me very uncomfortable. Why is that? Um, I can feel how slimy you are. That's a cruel thing to say to someone. I, I, I'm sorry. I know that. But, um, and you know, I don't like saying nasty things about people. I just, you know, um, ever since the bloom, I've just been getting a lot of really bad vibes off of you. That's an interesting thing to say to me. Tell me, Cassandra, what were the odds that this worked out okay? Well, I, I mean, what 50, do you mean? 50-50? What, what, what do you mean? I mean, do you mean the bloom coming down from, from space? I mean... I mean you contacting outside forces and summoning them to Mars here. Well, There's you- no hiding anymore, Cassandra. You, you said just the way... You say about me that you feel how slimy I am. I can feel how salty you are. I can feel a lot of things about you. you and could, you could after just, looking you could over ju- those power reports, Cassandra... You could just sink. Life is different now. I can tell that. I can feel myself changing. The person that you knew... Has already sunk. I'm now just uh, another extent of whatever it is. You, what, what are we calling this thing? Is this the bloom? Is this life now? Is that what it is? This is the bloom. I haven't felt a desire for anything that I used to feel desire for in weeks. I catch myself spending entire nights not sleeping, just looking over those charts. I haven't applied mayonnaise to my horse in goodness knows how long. That's so sad. I don't feel any of the joy and the excesses that I used to enjoy, and I'll admit it, I did enjoy those success, those excesses. But I'm not that person anymore. If you were still that person, I wouldn't be driving with you. It's funny. I so wanted to be free. And now that we're here, we've got everything we ever want. I have to wonder if I am. park here. The closer you get to it, the quicker you change. So he gets out in his spacesuit and he starts the walk into this giant tentacly plant <laughs> mass. Yes. And there's a scene. Awesome. Yes. Cassandra watching him go. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And so, let's see, the last one to start to start a scene was you, uh, James. So, John, you'll be going first in this turn, and we'll go once around the table in H3 as well. All right. 
So, and, Oh, and just to give a little bit of structure for how we're going to do this, after we go once around the table, we'll have a short epilogue um, where we'll do a few more scenes again, uh, prompted by the assimilation, and then uh, that'll be it. And so that's how the, the story will end. Okay. All right. So this is back to regular turns where we're mm-hmm. putting it. All right. So, man, I have so many good ones. I complain to so many ideas like money and work have a lot of interesting things now in this mm. post-bloom society. Post-bloom. <laughs> post-bloom. But, like, I have traitor and honorific. And, man, to throw a traitor in right now. <laughs> Nah, I think I'm gonna have to go for honorific. We're gonna have to find what, what a new honorific is. Um, and so we've got, and so we've got their new ways to know each other. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I feel like Jonah has just gone right into this. He's, he's drinking the Kool-Aid completely. So let's go for honorific on their new ways to know each other. All right. Awesome. So what do you think it is? It's like we, we talked about how we have new ways to know each other and that we have new access into how others are feeling and kind of their internal being state, right? Right. So, who do we honor in that state? I'm, I mean, the, the pollen comes from this alien being. I mean, that right. might be the central figure that from which we at least derive honorifics, if it's not, you know, the yeah honorific itself. I think we'd still keep the plant sort of uh, metaphor going, you know, yeah. but, but I like the idea like that this is one being. It mm-hmm. is a being in space. It's not a group of beings, you know, because mm-hmm. you said you went walking right. into it, you know, mm-hmm. so like this is one thing that's there and is starting to root. You know, I, I like, I like the sort of thing of like, you know, roots because we were digging the roots, you know, like my mm-hmm. roots with yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like, we're all roots to some extent, but some mm-hmm. of us are stronger roots or sturdier roots than others, mm-hmm. or, or are only some people roots? No, I, I think we're all, you know, because we're, it's, it's going back to that idea of community, like, I make the hive strong, but, like, we do that all together now, so, yeah. like... The like, root is strong or something like that? Well, even the idea of uh, sprouting, climbing, and growing, like, mm-hmm. you know, we sprout, you know, I sprout with you, I climb with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of where I'm 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 thinking. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could totally see something like root working. Well, let's go with something like uh like we sprout together, or 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 it's supposed to be an honorific. Yeah. It's supposed to be a you know a term. Man, the honorific is harder. Yeah. A level of respect. Okay. I mean, I need some help with this. Awesome. Do you, would you, you just know. say like root Jonah? Jonah Root. Jonah Root. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay. That yeah, sounds like the people yeah. who really keep the things sturdy mm-hmm. might have deserved that root honorific. Mm-hmm. Right, because you are the root of everything. You are the roots. You know, it, it's it's root Jonah and root Cassandra, root Cassandra. and root Abigail. Mm-hmm. Maybe root Abigail. Maybe. Maybe one day. She might not be a root right no, now. <laughs> not, not yet. But, but we're all growing toward, towards root. We're all root. growing towards mm-hmm. being a root. Awesome. We are root. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so root as an honorific that replaces sort of like titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. That's yeah, perfect. I think that's good. And who would you like? Uh, where are you? What are you doing? See, I kind of like the Abigail thing, though. Like you know, like <laughs> maybe go into that idea of the imposter syndrome. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm 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 not root enough. You know, like no no we're well, you know, we're all we're, together. We're all together in this. Yeah. So so maybe like you're you're just not getting it. You're breaking stuff left and right. Mm-hmm. 
causing power outages. Totally. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I totally can see that. Like Abigail's in these overalls, kind of hunched over, just like she has her wrench, but she's so clumsy with it, and she just goes crack, and then and everything goes dark, right. Oh, what's Holton happening here? Where's where's uh, oh, where's Salt. the emergency lights? I did it again. I I sunk the whole damn place. D- Abigail, Abigail, it's fine. It's fine. Stuff happens. We're we're, we're working on this together now. Oh, uh, Ruth Jonah, I'm just. This is so. This. I just never thought that this would be me. I I never thought that I would be the one. Just screwing everything up like this. No, no. Hey, we, we all have our skills. We're all good at things, but, but the world has changed now and we need to learn new, new skills. We all need, we all need to grow to become roots. We all need to sprout into rootthood. I, and- de- I deserve to be back in the cell. I'd be better off copesated here. No, this is- no. I'm not giving anything back. You're giving everything back. Hey, hey, you kept us going to get to this point. You were the root of, of, of our time when, when we were waiting for the blossom. You were the root that kept us all going, kept us moving to this place. And now we're here. And now we all have to learn a new way of doing stuff. I mean, Was I, Jonah? I mean, were. look, there were, I heard what people would say. I heard the, they, they, People heard the salt I was bringing in. People and- heard what you said too. People, people took strength from your honey days, and now, now we're giving them a new type of honey day. You just have to learn to think of it in in terms. You know, how, how do you make this machinery? How do you talk to it? You have to talk with the spanner and the wrench, but but you have to be the root for it, so it can do what it needs to do. So how do you talk to it? Okay. Uh, I'll try, Root Jonah. It's okay. Hey, Root Abigail, you'll be there. Uh, I'm here with you. Not yet. Soon. We I make hope. the hive strong. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we make the hive strong. We make the hive strong. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nice work. Great. Up on you, Cassandra. Yes. I'm going back and forth, but I think that... I think that I am going to go with, uh, this might be the easy one. I'm going to go with wonderful mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with, um, we work for the benefit of some or we live to excess. I think it's going to be, we live to excess. Interesting. I, cause mm-hmm. that's interpreted in a very different way now. Yeah, that's- it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think, so I think that the interpretation of it this time and the wonderful part um, come in as part of basically living as, as a full community mm-hmm. and taking joy from all of the things that we experience as a whole. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still excess, but it's like it's communal. excess, but now it's communal because it's not the excesses of the individual. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's the way that because we can share those emotions, everyone can share that joy, mm-hmm. um, all the time. Like as long as one person is feeling it, then we can, we can all be part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's where wonderful is going to be. <sighs> I don't have any straight up ideas off the top of my head. Yeah, but it needs to be something communal, right? It needs to be something that's like, tying into that fact. Communal and, um, communal and related to our kind of our metaphor of, of growth and, and garden. Yeah, that's boy. Orchard. It, it's a hard one. But I, I think if we go to the idea of watering, mm-hmm. it's like the flow. That's, yeah. Like, mm. like everything is flow. Everything is watered. Everything is, you mm-hmm. know, 
That's something that waters everything. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't just water a single plant. Right. Yeah. Well, what is it called when plants' roots suck stuff in? Is, isn't there a particular term for that? Osmosis, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that one. Yeah. Not that I've been doing real great with words this morning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're asking, Even you look, look at me anyway. Damn it, we need a botanist. Cornucopia. Yeah. Uh, we, we really <laughs> went down the route for a botanist in this game. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think, yeah, absorption, mm-hmm. you know, flow. I, I kind of like flow. I feel like it sort of makes sense, and yeah. it's, it's also abstract enough. Yeah, that it works as a word. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sure. Let's see. I'm trying to think how to how to use that in a sentence. Oh, it's to describe like, wonderful. Everything's so flow everything's right so now. Everything's so flow right now. Yeah, it's, it's a flowing day. The day's flowing right by. Flowing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. I got it. I mm-hmm. like it. Good. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Where are the scissors? Oh, could someone pass those over? It's all flowing right through me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. All those emotions flowing right through. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. That emotion thing too. I, I love that communal idea of like, oh yeah, sure, people are down being the roots, mm-hmm. but even even if even if nothing changes, even if Geppetto's up there giving his horse a mayo shower, <laughs> I'm experiencing joy. You're experiencing from that. the joy of <laughs> yeah. the mayo, mayo shower. shower. <laughs> no, I don't know where Geppetto is right now. I don't know what's going on there. I don't, he wandered <laughs> oh, off into the surface oh, of Mars, do. and I'm gonna be witness to whatever happens next. And I'm thrilled. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, I can't reach that. Can you? Uh, I have to think really hard about this. Um, we're doing these things consecutively, right? So I think, well, I think that I might actually be in the vehicle driving back with Geppetto. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think that might be how we work this in. I'm interested to see how your experience was. Um so I've been I've been in the car basically feeling feeling the emotions of uh both the entire hive um and you individually um as you have this moment with the bloom. Mm-hmm. Um and um so as you come back to the vehicle and and come back in um I'm sort of I'm a little bit blissed out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you you feel the flow? Did you feel the flow? Is it flowing through you? I am the flow. We are the flow. Flow exists within me and will be delivered to everyone. This is the will of the bloom. Yes, it is. The bloom flowing through everyone. Flow. So wonderful. I just said wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) We will feel this. So long as the bloom shall last, so long as we continue to work, the bloom will be strong. Life will be flow. Every individual within the belly of the whale will feel the flow. Thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for bringing the bloom. And it sort of... Scene, yeah. So that's right. what do you think? <laughs> Perfect. This is I, quite an interesting dynamic. That's I love the fact that we all became like the aphids milking and working for the this creature that I made out yeah. now. Awesome. Um, great. So that was uh, your turn, Senda? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, so now it is mine. Okay. So the card that I'm interested in is a symbol of hope. Because I also like this 
going in a positive direction now. It sounds like overall the bloom is kind of a complex thing. Yes, we are losing what we were, but we are experiencing something very different, right? Yeah. So I want to bring in a symbol of hope and tie that to, um, what's this one called again? We, uh, we have new ways of knowing. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have new ways of knowing. All right. So what kind of symbol could this be? I really want this to be a symbol towards the fact that things are now going to be okay for us. To me, that becomes a floral thing again because mm-hmm. it's so closely associated with the bloom itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it could almost be a specific type of flower, mm-hmm. something that has yeah, you know, I, very I kind of like that. The rose, or mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that perhaps one of the things that this this bloom has been working on since it touched down is helping to. Oh God, I can't remember the terraform. word. Ter- yeah, to terraform exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, suddenly Ooh. we don't need to be underground anymore. We yeah. can just walk around on the surface now. Oh yeah. Because this new bloom engineered and it's regulating the air. Yeah. That's super cool. That is really the blossom. Cool. Yeah. 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 The bloom and the blossom. The blossom. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do the blossom. So yeah. this is the uh, the sprouting of plant life across mars yeah right mm-hmm. that's quite a symbol the of coming hope. of water and the flow yeah. <laughs> all right there we go yeah <laughs> well it's, it's a major fine. point it is yeah. mm-hmm. all right the blossom so it sounds like one by one we're able to go out with less and less support from our spacesuits mm-hmm. right we're able to actually walk around and uh in grass maybe right around like the head of the whale Abigail's going out there and she's going to take a walk and let's see who should she be there with I like being on the outside of the head with Geppetto possibly Mm -hmm. because we've often looked the other way together right (laughs) and so great for taking a walk I never thought I'd see something like this director neither did I just this isn't what we thought the bloom was going to be but there were times when I thought there was no bloom we would stockpile and stockpile but we could never create enough even for ourselves and so many lived below so many did live below I had to tell them a lot of things and they they know all of those now When I rose to power, when I seized control of the artificial limbs, I Mm -hmm. thought everything was in my domain. Nearly every life or one life connected to it would be somehow related to those limbs. You know what I found? What? The simplest limb that we offer most simple replacement is the heart. Mm-hmm. The legs and arms get damaged, had to be maintained, but it was the least necessary of all of them. It's the most vital things that are simple. And now that those have been provided to us, the complexities will weed away and all will give way to the flow. It is all giving away to the flow. 
It's like every day is anything. To be human is to suffer. And we are that no longer. See. All right. Were you supposed to use the word the blossom in there? Oh, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the word that we invented. And we didn't do it. I thought we said that at the very beginning, didn't we? Mm, maybe we did. Hopefully we yeah. nailed Hopefully it. Hopefully you did. All right. Well, it is actually on tape. So <laughs> we'll to check. Hey, listeners, blossom. go back and complain about that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. So, so it's your turn, and this will be the last one in H3. Yeah. I have this card that I, I got pretty recently. Leader. Uh, a leader gains prominence in the isolation. Uh, who are they? And name the character. I think, uh, as I've been hinting at, Geppetto is dead and his will <laughs> is gone and he is now the bloom. He is now the blossom. Uh, so I, I think, uh, this is really, God, who do I even say? This is an address more than anything else. It's something that's like booming across the screens that are now and they like open stadiums that we're starting to construct and, uh, the more, uh, open shelters that really only have simple walls to weather against the dust storms. Um, everything else on the planet, all the other weather is artificial and controlled. And he announces, like, like the announcement comes up on the screen. You have known me as many things. You have known me as an I. You have known me as a me. You have known me as an individual entity, separate from all of you. I have enjoyed many things throughout my lifetime. I have feared many things throughout my lifetime. And that has changed the being that landed on this planet, the bloom, it has changed everything for everyone. It cannot speak in the way that we speak. It requires a conduit. I have acted in the head for years trying to bind this ship, this people together. I have made decisions that have kept us running, and I have made decisions that have benefited only myself. I am now that conduit. I am now the direct link between the bloom, the blossom, and whatever you choose to identify yourselves as. I am not the man you know, though I do wear his skin. I have heard your messages. I have come. As you serve me, I will now serve you. Enjoy the flow. And the message ends. Awesome. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Okay. So uh, at this point, I think we're ready for our epilogue. Uh, how the epilogue works is um, we each get a card. Well, we each get three cards and we'll choose one. But these will be a prompt for one thing that happens um, after the assimilation is complete, right? After this point. 
Um, so I'll give two. Sorry. Three. Oh, no, no, no. And these are each a scene prompt. So we'll each have one final scene. Um, where normally the rule is that uh, this is the first time that you're allowed to have characters who are not the characters at the table in the scene as well. Um, so at this point, we could have talking directly to the bloom. Uh-huh. Um, that would be fine. Um, so the bloom can be a character in the scene. Um, and so the last person to go was you, James. So mm-hmm. John, this will be on you. Uh, does that sound like something you're comfortable with doing? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So allowed to read, reveal all that with these. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ones I've got are a sign of your first assimilation. And that's interesting. I like that, especially here. The other one that's that's fun to go is a hard decision made in secret. Ooh. Like that that could be a nice tilt that's on this. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but I don't know, there's there's this ritual for the dead and we already played up. Ooh. We already played up some of some of the copization copization copization. <laughs> we already played up some of the copization of Margaret. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do a ritual for the dead. Totally. Cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so this is one that probably like, probably pull Abigail into it. Mm-hmm. And probably we're, we're meeting in secret in some way, just like Abigail, you know, rude Abigail, uh, come, <sighs> come with me. I have something to show you. I know I don't deserve that you, title yet. You deserve but... it. You mm-hmm. don't worry. You, you're too uh, hard on yourself, but coming out, we have something, something to do. I think this is a new way and I think you need to, to help the rest of the people understand this. I think, I think this is where you get to use your skills. Of course, Ruchona. You know, we, we did copization on Margaret. Yeah, it was a hard time for all of us. Well, it was hard. It was really hard for me. In fact, I, I saved some of the, the excess, the unusable dust from copization. You know, some, some of what couldn't be turned into something usable and I've, I've had it here. Some of Margaret? Yes. And and I want to do something with it. And that's why we're outside here. And I think we need to bury this part. To to bury it? To to sink it? To sink it. (sighs) We sink it into the ground that it may bloom and become part of the blossom. That it may feed, feed this new grass that's just starting to take root. This is what they used to do on Earth. It is. But doesn't it feel right? Like, like, reach out, feel, feel what I'm feeling. Feels the grass. Ruth Jonah, I, I just, it, it does flow through me. It does feel right. This is how we maintain the flow. This is what copization is. It's, it's turning something that's unusable into something usable. It just, it feels like we're going back to earth in some way. I don't. But, but we're making a new, better Earth here. Okay, Jonah. All right, let's get the shovels. Let's let's begin the dig. Okay, you should say say a few words. Ah, uh, um, go. Oh, I went to one of these a long time ago. Begin transmission. Margaret was among the best of us. We all will be strong together with the memory of Margaret. We lay her black back into the blossom so that she may sprout. End transmission. All right. Awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Oh, Senda. no. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how this works. Um, well, I don't think, I don't think we're moving on, so I can just push that one. <laughs> well, we are moving on okay, into I'm the bloom. Okay, I'm moving on into right? the bloom. Well, I have two, two that involve a sacrifice. Oh. And one that involves a memory from our time before the bloom. I think that I'm going to do a sacrifice made to assimilate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Geppetto is going to be the, the, basically the mouthpiece of the, the bloom. Mm-hmm incarnate <laughs> um i think that for cassandra it's much different so does this need to be a scene between people or can it just be a it can just be a narrated thing as well if you think that's appropriate i, I mm-hmm. mean i th- i think that what it might be mm-hmm. is just you know a moment where uh there's the there's the vehicle driving out across what is no longer a wasteland mm-hmm. um and uh and coming coming to the, the closest point that you can get to um, with the, the bloom. And then um, Cassandra just getting out of the car, looking a little bit, um, maybe not the car, huh. you know, the rover, whatever it is. <laughs> That's just a car. It's just a yeah, car. Just a just sedan. Just a normal yeah. old car. Yeah. Five seats, some seat belts. <laughs> um, it, uh, so it pulls up to that closest point and uh and she's getting out of the car she looks a little bit almost like sleepwalky and her her hair is drifting around her in much more of a sort of oracle kind of way mm-hmm. um and um and she 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 starts climbing over the various roots and tentacles um following the path that Geppetto took um and and so as we pan in following her eventually she comes to a central point um and she she lays her hands on that largest root structure and it opens a little bit before her. Um, and she just, um, basically sinks into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it kind of closes again behind her and you can see parts of her coming out of that root, Mm -hmm. like her face comes out. Um, and, and so she's still there to kind of, to be the, like the main communication point of this central bloom itself, mm-hmm. but she's no longer a single entity. Mm-hmm. Um, she's actually sacrificed her physical form mm-hmm. into the bloom. To be that communication yes. point. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So now I guess we're going to work together. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All together. <laughs> We always were. <laughs> so I'm going to do a feeling of relief in my new life. And the feeling of relief that I, I think I'll also narrate this a little bit. I think the feeling of relief for Abigail is when she's doing some maintenance work across some of the towers in the head. Uh, she's in some of the offices there again. and She's cleaning her office or fixing some things. It's now a communal shared space, right? That's what used to be her office. And there's a timepiece there. It's something that keeps track of the days and there are regular alarms that will go off. And while she's fixing one of the vents, um, she hears a ring come from it. And the ring was the monthly ring for Honey Day. And 
she remembers going down into the belly and she remembers having to put on that smile and have to lie to everyone and realizing she doesn't have to do that anymore gives her a sense of relief as she turns that wrench again. Which echoes throughout the rest of the complex and everyone feels good. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's perfect. It flows down and it, it flows, flows to everyone. It flows through the communal emotional consciousness. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's perfect. And lastly, Geppetto. And this will be our last action of the game. Yeah, so I have some some darker ones here. Oh I've my. got <laughs> a moment of guilt in your new life, a feeling of shame about what you've lost, and remembering where you were at first contact. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work through exactly what it is, especially with, uh, Geppetto is now versus what he was. Okay. Feeling of guilt in my new life. Um, Geppetto is going through, uh, the things on the station that are necessary and unnecessary. Normally what he does when he's not giving addresses these days is purely organizational. He is the link or a link now, um, between the human systems and human language and the bloom itself and the information that's not directly in our heads that is communicated through that link that's in our computer archives and databases needs to be examined by him. Uh, so he is the physical point at which that examination happens. So right now taking stock on things that are necessary and unnecessary, what needs to be recycled uh, and done, uh, fed into the flow so that everything else can bloom and blossom and what uh, just needs to be changed. And it comes to the horse. <laughs> <laughs> and Oh, no. There's oh, this oh, moment oh, of guilt. No. Oh. There's this moment uh, where, you know, his finger is going. The horse obviously is useless to this new society. There's absolutely no reason that we would need the horse. Um, so he goes to hit recycle. And he can't quite bring himself to do it. There's something fighting against it. Beneath all of the bliss that is being fed back and reflected into other things, there's a moment of fear and sadness. The, it's, it's got the little horse's profile right there and put, you know, endangered species, endangered is in red. So it's there. He, he tries to, he tries to resist touching it like, and, it goes to, you see his face, the blue reflection of the screen, and you hear a click, and then he's standing up in the office, like, torn himself away, hyperventilating, uh, his eyes are dilating as, uh, the blossoms in the room are feeding more, uh, pollen into the air to reclaim connection with him, and you can see the stretch of the new Martian, uh, like space in front of them. Uh, there's a new atmosphere. So the sky is a slightly different color. It's more purple now. Um, there's fields of this alien plant, this weird grass that's growing up everywhere. There are these little, uh, I, I guess like houses or enclosures or however we survive in this new society. You can see that. And you can see galloping freely across these new planes is a horse uh, in this new alien world that we all share together. Yay. All right. Yeah. 
And that is how we get assimilated and we lose what we once were. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a cool Whoa. game. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. This was, this was uh, such a great experience. Before we pick everything up, I do want to take a picture of it. Okay. But thank you so much thank you for, for, for running this for us. That was absolutely wonderful. Thank it was you. absolutely a pleasure that for running it for game. all of you. <laughs> was not salty at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> not salty at all. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But be sure to join us next week as we play SIG with Jason Pitt. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other wonderful shows on the One Shot Network like Campaign, Modifier, Backstory, or Talking Tabletop. And if you prefer video content, head over to the One Shot YouTube channel where you can check out our preview of Illamot with Chris Funk, Adel Rafai, Matt Young, and Allie Barthwell. You can also find the archives of all of our Twitch streams there, including role-playing and board game streams. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking for an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the Co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener looking to find a new show, check out Your Chicago. Twice a month, hosts Stefiana and Arden chat with the folks who make Chicago's legendary food, keep our streets safe, star in our shows, organize our festivals, play our unique music, and more. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! I have no-